Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Tracking it up to 12 until 2 o'clock. Get your song request. Plus 4 text sign at 410-583-1057. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato. Maryland back on the football field this Saturday at noon Eastern time. Taking on Northwestern. Terps have lost two in a row. Wildcats just lost at Nebraska. Here to talk about that and more. Halloween's next week. Which means uh, college football going to get into these playoff rankings and all that good stuff. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline from CBSSports.com. Let's welcome back to the show Chip Patterson. Chip, what's happening? How are we doing? Well, let's see. A week ago at this time, I was uh, kind of percolating a little bit because Maryland lost at home to Illinois as double-digit favorites. And coming off the Ohio State loss, we get it. Terps are 18-point <laughs> underdogs. We're leading in the second half, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. But to come home and lose that game, and we've talked to you many times about leveling up for the Terps. Where do we stand now at 5-2, and two, losers of two in a row, with the schedule getting very interesting here my point is, is this a must-win game against Northwestern if you want to, as Mike Loxley wants to do, level up here? Oh, good golly, yes. Like, like I don't know if it's must-win as much as it's can't lose, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just – if you're going to really start to question, um, you know, what the real DNA or the, the fabric of this 2023 Terps team is if you're not able to – uh, come out and play with a little bit of anger. Come out and play with a little bit of hair on fire. You are the better team um, by like maybe multiple tiers in the Big Tw- in the Big Ten pecking order. And so, yeah, it, it is. I don't know about must win, but it is definitely a cannot lose. And then in terms of the nature of the win, you would like to see Maryland come out because you mentioned double digit favorite. You mentioned. Um, you know, and I'm not trying to rub this in. You mentioned that uh, you know, it was at home, but how about homecoming too? <laughs> I mean, just like a lot of layers to that being a really, really bad loss. And so, with with a little bit of time to sit with it 
Uh, I think that, yeah, Northwestern must win, sure, but I would say more of a can't lose because if for some reason you allow this zombie Wildcats team to take you down, well, then, you know, now there's just not going to be a lot of confidence in uh, the overall fabric and quality of this year's squad. Now, Maryland's going to see Nebraska in a couple of weeks, uh, Chip, not to get too far ahead of ourselves. How are things progressing for Matt Rule here? And look, it's not Nebraska that we all grew up with being national champions and certainly national champion contenders year in and year out. But are things going the way they had planned his first year on the job there? Okay, so Nebraska is limited, but it has at least settled into an identity, right? Like, you know, Jeff Sims was just making that team worse pretty much every single time that he was on the on the field. And so now they, you know, they do some of the quarterback run. I mean, it sure ain't Tommy Frazier, but it is a little bit of the, you know, run the ball with the quarterback, try to keep defenses off balance, you know, play smart football, mm-hmm. don't turn it over, lean on a defense that's been solid. The bar is so low in the Big Ten West that Nebraska, you know, can string together a few opportunities, and the Maryland maybe being one of them, where they could find themselves playing for the Big Ten title at the end of the season. You know, that's me looking at Iowa downgrading them. That's me looking at Wisconsin, knowing they got to play Ohio State, not having a lot of confidence in them. And, you know, Illinois is a whole grab bag of disappointment, especially coming off this last loss last weekend to Wisconsin. So I think that what Nebraska has settled is actually flying below the radar as a little bit of a division dark horse. Again, commentary on the Big Ten West and what it takes to be able to even be considered a potential division title contender. <clears throat> but they've got an identity, and that's something that, you know, teams that are mid-tier in the conference, kind of floundering, you don't know where they're going to be, whether it's, you know, missing the bowl game or finishing with eight wins or so. You know, they, they run the football with the quarterback. They play solid defense. I mean, it's, it's a little bit like a Mac team, uh, you know, to use some, some Big Ten familiarity language there. But again, with they at least have some confidence in what they're doing, as limited as it is. Now, Chip, that Penn State Ohio State game, it seemed like Penn State was afraid offensively to do anything. They wouldn't let the quarterback do anything, and they were over, oh forever, you know, on third down conversions until they finally made one towards the end. Yeah, no third down conversions till the final minute. And I will say, and I'm not trying to like. I don't. I don't want to put anybody on the spot, especially you know the, my my lovely hosts here with with all the hospitality I received in uh, in Baltimore. But it's what Penn State's done all year. Like I understand the schedule was soft and they were just sort of crushing teams, but Penn State has not been an aggressive offense. They have not been an explosive offense. They have one of the uh, nation's highest counts of plays per drive. They have been dink. They have been dunk. They've been slowly grind you up. They don't have difference makers at the wide receiver position like other teams that want to be playing for Big Ten and national titles. Uh, Their offensive line, while having Olu Fashanu, who's a very, very good future NFL player, they are not as good at run blocking. And so that dynamic one-two punch at running back hasn't been explosive. So the fact that Penn State was so conservative was alarming in the spot but especially with the excellence that Ohio State has shown defensively, like Penn State has just kind of been doing what they've been doing, which is just let the defense go win. Again, it's, it's really shocking when we were uh, given the idea 
that Drew Aller was going to be this huge upgrade on Sean Clifford, that the one-two punch at running back was going to be among the best in the country, and that the transfer portal additions at wide receiver were going to help Penn State have this dream season. But what we have seen from the Nittany Lions is a very patient, methodical, and plodding offense, and they just lean on their defense. It's just that wasn't going to be enough to beat a team like Ohio State. It is until they find something offensively, that is a high floor, low ceiling team, and you need a higher ceiling to win games like that in Columbus. Now, Chip, I watched a lot of that North Carolina game. I was extremely disappointed in Drake May on Saturday. I, I thought he wide open receivers he overthrew. I, I didn't think he had. A, I thought he played terrible in that game. Yeah, especially the last three drives. Um, you know, the those final like Virginia gave North Carolina and Drake May multiple chances to avoid the loss. And May was not able to capitalize on any of those three drives. North Carolina, you know, had a 24-14 lead in the fourth quarter, and they couldn't close them out. Um, a failure offensively, sure, but I would also point to uh, the defensive side of the football. So much was made of how Gene Chiswick, year two back in Chapel Hill, he would really helped that group um, you know, not be such a liability. And Virginia ran the ball right at them, right down their throats, and they couldn't get a stop. And I think that that's where a lot of the disappointment lasts as well because whether it was Drake May, whether it was the defense, that was a team that was just did not have the fire. They thought that Virginia was going to quit. They thought they had done enough. They walked out of the movie early before the ending, and guess what? There was a huge spoiler. And this, what spoiled is any chance that North Carolina making the college football playoff. North Carolina could run the table the rest of the way, even beat Florida State in the ACC title game, but a home loss to Virginia is damning enough that it would leave them out of a four-team playoff in almost every scenario that I can imagine. So, yes, North Carolina could still get to an ACC championship game. North Carolina could still have a chance on the first Saturday in December to win the program's first ACC championship since 1980. But I tell you what, the, the lack of mental fortitude – to bring the right um, attitude and approach to 60 minutes of football, that, that is a failure, uh, I think, that is wide-ranging throughout that program. Chip Patterson, CBSSports.com. Vinnie and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Chip, last thing for you, Caleb Williams. Heisman hopes appear to be dashed. Vinny mentioned Drake May. Not helping his cause. Penix threw a couple of picks last uh, week as well as they barely beat Arizona State, Washington, that is. Who's your Heisman favorite as we're a week away from Halloween? I'm talking about a quarterback for a team that at CBS Sports, our voters believe, is the number one team in the country. Not the number one team in the AP Top 25 poll. That would be the Michigan Wolverines. All season long, this Michigan offense has been ramping up a downfield passing attack that is so much more dynamic than it was a year ago. And here's what I mean by that. Last year, you had to respect Blake Corum, and you still do. But most of J.J. McCarthy's success throwing the ball was off play action. And that's not to say that it's a, a knock on him. You just knew that there was much less of you know traditional drop back go through your reads ball comes out three steps boom five steps boom like whatever the play calls for it was a lot more of being able to use the advantage that play action gives the quarterback to know exactly where the ball needs to go based on how they reacted to the play fake that's not the case anymore 
This is a downfield passing attack that J.J. McCarthy is operating here in his second full season as a starter that does not need to rely only on the threat of Blake Corum. He's picking apart defenses with his eyes, with his arm, in, in the full sense of all the duties that you need from a quarterback. I think J.J. McCarthy is going to be the quarterback for a national championship contender when it's time for the Heisman ballots to go out. And so, yeah, J.J. McCarthy, I think, is a, a, a great pick if you're looking for somebody to jump on. The other name I would throw at you is Jaden Daniels. I know that LSU's got a couple losses already this season, but statistically he is on par with, like, Joe Burrow uh, in terms of, you know, great quarterback performances we've seen recently. If he has a good game against Alabama, if he continues this on into the season, he might have that path that we've seen a Johnny Manziel, a Robert Griffin III, guys who weren't playing for title contenders, but they were 9-10 win teams and they were statistically excellent. So, yeah, let, let me say J.J. McCarthy, best team, or best player, best team, you know, everything that goes along with that. But then also Jane Daniels from LSU has two names that I would go to in the Heisman picture. Chip Patterson, CBSSports.com. Chip, always appreciate the time and the opinion. Enjoy the rest of your Turn It Up Tuesday. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Y'all be well. All right, Chip. Chip Patterson, Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. We gave you the Dirty Dozen earlier today. The 12 best teams in the NFL through 12 weeks. There's a new team at the top. We'll revisit that, but we're going to tell you who the five worst teams are. There are a lot of candidates for this. You're going to find out who they are coming up in a matter of minutes. And then we're going to look at the Week 8 schedule. Could be some interesting quarterback issues with Tennessee this week. Is Tannehill still dealing with an ankle? We got NLCS Game 7 coming up tonight. Philadelphia hosting Arizona. Winner goes to Tud. Yeah, yeah, Texas home team. Yeah, they get Texas yeah. coming up on Friday. Game one of the World Series, but 7.30 our coverage begins. Who's going to the fall class? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How in the world? Vinny and Haney's Feeble 5. It has been a nightmare for this team. The handful of teams we wish the Ravens were playing. You suck. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Earlier in the show, Vinny gave you the dirty dozen. 12 best teams in the NFL through the first seven weeks of the season. Led by the Kansas City Chiefs. Now we get to the opposite end of the spectrum. The five worst teams. And there's plenty of candidates for this. Mm -hmm. Otherwise known as the Feeble Five. All right, let's look at last week. Last week, Carolina, number one. Denver, two. New England, three. Arizona, four. Chicago, five. Now, three of the five, one. So, coming in at number five. Two and five. New England Patriots. You suck. They beat Buffalo 29-25. They're at Miami. Patriots are last in the NFL, converting only two of ten on fourth down plays. Coming in at number four, two and five, Denver. You suck. They beat Green Bay 19-17. They're hosting Kansas City. Now the Broncos defense, 32nd total yards allowed. 32nd average yards per play. 32nd rush yards allowed. 32nd rush yards per play. Uh, 30th pass yards allowed. 31st in pass yards per play. How many teams in the NFL? 32. Oh, boy. Yeah. Coming in at number three. This is new. Two and five Green Bay. You suck. They lost at Denver 19-17. They're hosting the Vikings. Packers are tied for last in the NFL with only five takeaways all season. They got a lot of giveaways, too. Yep. Coming in at two. One and six. Arizona. You suck. They lost at Seattle 20 to 10. They're hosting the Ravens. The Cardinals cannot finish games. They've been outscored 67 to 7 in the fourth quarter. Which has been one of the Ravens' worst quarters offensively, too, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Coming in at number one again, Carolina. You suck. 0-6. They were on by. They're hosting Houston. Panthers are the only winless team. They've lost all six games by an average of 12.3 points per game. Now, in the second and third quarters, they've been outscored 102 to 39 this season. Ooh, that's puffy pants. Hammer time! Yeah. So, in summary, Carolina won, Arizona, Green Bay, Denver, New England. We'll get to the schedule when we come back from the break. Here's your college football. Some interesting matchups. Not a mega weekend of college football, Danny Stretch. But I like what Chip Patterson said about Maryland. It's not a must win, but it's a can't lose yeah. kind of game. Because if they lose that one, man, that's going to be a, a a devastating turn of events. And they have Kevin Sumlin, if you missed it. He was uh, arrested for DUI on Saturday down in Florida. He's not going to be with the team uh, this weekend in Evanston against Northwestern. But Ohio State loss, it was frustrating because you were winning in the second half. They were literally ahead in the third quarter of that game. And then the lay of the egg against Illinois. And then Illinois loses this past week. It's just to go to Northwestern, who's got a losing record. Maryland's almost two, or they're 13 and a half point favorites in this game. Yeah, you just want to win 
I think it would be do wonders for their psyche, Vinny, to go out there and just clobber this team. I don't know if they can, to be totally honest. Well, it's all about Leah. You know, if Leah gets it done and plays consistently, I mean, Bob, just look at offensively what they were that first half against Ohio State. A hundred times better than Penn State was. Yep. You know, oh, Penn State couldn't even run the ball. I mean, Maryland moved it up and down the field, you know. So just bring their A bring their B offense to Northwestern and they'll be good. Uh, 12 o'clock, some games of note in the top 25. Florida State undefeated at Wake Forest. Yeah. Oklahoma undefeated at Kansas. That could be a good – I mean, Oklahoma struggled with what? Uh, you Central Florida team that was, what, one and four Only or beat something? beat them by two, yeah. Uh, Indiana, IU, winless in the Big Ten at Penn State. I would think if Penn State doesn't take it out Hammer on them. Time, yeah. 32-point favorites are the Nittany Lions. Georgia taking off Florida in Jacksonville. Georgia 14 and a half point favorites. BYU, go Cougars. At Texas, Texas, uh, it looks like the quarterback situation is still to be determined right now for old Sarkeesian. Well, I thought they were starting to back up. Uh, they're still uh, apparently uh, working on some things there because Ewers is going to be out for yeah. a couple of weeks. So it's uh, he or Manning. Uh, Murphy, I believe, could be the guy there. But uh, Texas, you know, trying to stay in the playoff realm themselves against BYU. Hey, look. Cougars put him down for eight wins every year. I mean, they're going to a bowl game, five and two. On you know what's going to be tough about that for Texas, Bob? Is is you know, like yours, he can he needs to come back next year, and they got the other kid, and Manning's probably going to start. Two of the two of the three are leaving. Oregon at Utah. This could be the game of the day. Pitt at Notre Dame. Pitt sucks this year, yeah. but Notre Dame. They always play Notre Dame good, though. Dukes at Louisville. Tulane at Rice. USC at Cal, Washington at Stanford, Air Force, Colorado State, Tennessee at Kentucky. Okay, could be an interesting game for the Vols. Ohio State at Wisconsin. This is NBC on a Saturday night. I mean, Wisconsin always mucks things up yeah, a little bit for you. You know, and, and uh, you know, do they have a little letdown after, you know, beating Penn State in a big game? And... Um, What's his name? The Wisconsin coach. Uh, Bielema. No. From Cincinnati. Oh, uh, Bielema's at uh, Illinois. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Luke Fickle. Yes. A Ohio State alum. You know, and when he was at Cincinnati, I think they played Ohio State extremely well. So, yeah, it it could be um, closer than the experts think. Vandy's at Ole Miss. Ole Miss uh, quietly having a good year at six and one. Hey Nolan, did you uh, enjoy your break from uh, Deion Sanders? I we haven't talked about him in a while. Well, we yeah. will because they're on national TV Saturday night at yeah. UCLA on ABC. Oh. I saw he had some comments about Michigan's uh, sign stealing. Yeah, well, he's got to you know he's been out of the public eye for a week, so he's got to make it all about him. North Carolina at Georgia Tech, Tar Heels, as we just talked about with uh, Chip Patterson inexplicable, unacceptable loss to Virginia. And then Old Dominion. How about James Madison? 7-0, and ranked number 25, but they're ineligible for a bowl because they made the transition. They leveled up, literally, but I don't think they're eligible for a bowl game. That's so BS. Yes, it is. NCAA, we're going to get you. 
Sooner or later, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, week eight of the NFL slate, we'll break down some of the matchups. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. And then it's a funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw. Inside access coming up at two. And game seven of the NLCS, Philadelphia hosting Arizona, 7.30. Our coverage starts on The Fan. The winner gets Texas in the world. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Your sports information station, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, crack it up to 12. One more segment to go. Pick a song, play it. All the girls are over there waiting for you. Plaza for text lines, how you get it in there. Got a funny house trip coming up. Then we got inside access coming up at 2 in game 7 of the NLCS up in Philadelphia. Winner gets Texas. The Rangers closed out Houston last night. 7.30. Our coverage begins on the fan. Ravens, they go out to Arizona. as eight-and-a-half-point favorites over the cards. Coming off their most impressive win in probably a couple of years, right? Oh, no doubt. I mean, we don't know what Detroit will end up being here, but that was, you know. That was an ass-whipping, you know, in every phase of the game. And it's what it's – what, we all anticipated, and I think everybody over there at the Ravens, too, this is what the offense can be. I just hope Detroit maintains its level as a good team. It's like, oh, well, they sucked. All right, let's get out to the phones before we get to the uh, matchups week eight. Let's go to Pikesville. It's Q. Q, what's happening? Good day, fellas. What How up, you Q? doing? Good, man. Watch, much, man. Watching Aaron Rodgers on with your boy Pat McAfee there. Got the sound down. Can't hear what he's saying. He probably talking about trying to rush back. You know how that goes. <laughs> it's freestyle today, man, because every time I talk about these local teams, people cry and say I troll, even though I'm speaking facts. I'm trolling, so we go freestyle around the rest of the NFL. Buffalo, number one. I've been saying to y'all guys, amongst many people, these dudes is frauds. They window his clothes. But, you know, these this is the media sweethearts. But now we got the week. They're getting exposed. They only have one option, and that's Diggs. They still don't have a run game. You shut down Diggs. Even if you don't shut down Diggs, you let Diggs eat for a few. Give him a buck and change receiving. 
they still lose. The defenses were suspect with that team also. They don't have a, a, a number two um, receiving option. I kept telling dudes before, Gabe Davis is not consistent. He might have a buck and change today receiving and then vanish for the next month. Yeah, you can't so, let New England go 80 yards for the game-winning drive the defense, against your the defense. The defense won that game for them, for the pack. You shut down, you, you put a solid defense with not just Josh Allen, but Tua, it's checkmate. Now, Tua, Tua, because they've been going against a bunch of bum, bum defenses, but you match them up with a solid defense, it's checkmate. They might struggle this week coming up. They might win, but it might be a, a sloppy, low-scoring game. Uh, the kid Brock Purdy, who I've never been sold on yet. Everybody was giving him his flowers, and the guy has barely two seasons under his belt. So, I mean, again, San Francisco, I think they're imposters. The Lions, I've never been – one of my men's is um, a Lions fan from uh, Detroit, and we got a bet going on now, $100 bet, who's going to have more wins, Jets or Lions. So, you know I snatched that bet up. Um can you handle Wink? Can you handle Wink this week? Of course. We're going to, I'm not even worried about the Snoopy Bowl. Talk to me three, four <laughs> games down down the line. I told you, we got about seven, eight more wins left, Vinny. Seven to eight more wins in our, in our resume. Will that be enough to get in a postseason? We shall find out. But um, the Lions, defense, the Lions defense is suspect. Again, now it, it, what works in their favor is they're in the garbage division. But um, other than that, man, I think once they hit the playoffs, they they can possibly be one and done. So, I mean, it's a lot of, like some of the callers have been saying in the past previous weeks, it's a lot of parity in football, man. Mm-hmm. There's no dominant team that's out there. The Chiefs can mm-hmm. get got. So, I mean, we'll see, man. Take it easy, fellas. There's Q. I guess Brock Purdy did not make uh, Q's uh, no. criteria as a quality quarterback here. Yeah. The only thing I say about Kansas City, Bob, is they got the best quarterback, and their defense is extremely good this year, and they got the best tight end. So, I mean, they got it. Every week they got a chance. Yeah, and for Buffalo, all right, were they impressive against New England? No, they lost, but once they took the lead, you can't let Mac Jones march down the field for you. They let Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, come on. <laughs> all right, let's get out to the phone. Let's go to Ray in Baltimore. Ray, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, fellas? It's a rare occasion that y'all take calls this time of day, man. Yeah. It's like old You and Q back to back. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man, listen, man. Shout out to that brother. You know what I mean? I know he, he rattled the cages of a lot of people that call in, man. We, we need callers like that, man, to spark the interest of the show, man. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't, ain't no shit. A lot of people don't like the man, but I, I, I respect him sticking to his guns. Um, but... Um, on to what I'm calling about, uh, the Orioles, real quick before I get to the Ravens. What you're seeing when it comes to the teams that's been emerging as far as, like, you know, World Series, either participants or contenders, uh, people that spend money. I remember when Texas spent the money that they spent on Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. It was almost half a billion dollars, and people was, you know, losing their mind and saying, what is, what is Texas doing? The bottom line is, you know, for all the development that the Orioles are celebrating for, you know, you, you need that big bat. I'm a big Goldschmidt guy. You, you need that big money bat, you know, that's going to, you know, get it done. Because at the end of the day, you know, for all the great prospects that we do have, we don't know how Heston going to turn out and all these other guys. It's also a good start. I, I think Jackson Harvey is going to be up in the beginning of the year. Um, but 
at the end of the day, I would love to see the Orioles go out. You know, know the free agency just yet. Y'all can answer it off that. But I would like to see the Orioles go out and get it back. And as far as the Ravens, real quick, um, the Ravens are doing what they're supposed to. They find themselves and they, you know, coming together. You know, and I believe at the end of the day, we'll be seeing out Lamar Jackson is just the tip of the iceberg. He's figuring out this offense and he's looking closer and closer like Louisville Lamar. So let me get your thoughts when it comes to the Orioles and their offseason moves. Because I would love to see Philly, because um, I'm biased. I'm always in Philly. I got family in Philly, and I would love to see Philly win. But it's going to be a good good game tonight. They need that um, addition, you know, like, you know, Philly had with Cassiano. They need a Cassiano type of addition for the Orioles. And what's your Ravens thoughts on what I said? And I'll talk to y'all fellas tomorrow. There's Ray. Giving Q his uh, props, as yeah. they say, the yeah. young guys. Uh, I think the Orioles right now, their number one needs a closer. Felix Batista is out for all of next season. I think that has to be addressed. And they're going to have some tough decisions to make with the guys like Santander and Hayes and others who are going to get raises in arbitration. And remember, though, Ray, they did sign Simeon and Seager last year, and they lost 94 games. So it took them a year. And Adolis Garcia blossomed into a guy because he was one of the stud rookies last year. So it could take time. The Orioles won 101 games. Their time is now, hopefully. But the Ravens? Yeah. Well, what was his question on the Ravens? I don't know. I can't even uh, recall what his question was. I, know, was. I think we were flummoxed about Q there. Yeah. <laughs> Q was flat. The text line's popping off, as you would imagine. <laughs> uh, Everyone's, uh, there's a stunning turn of events, by the way. Q cuts a promo and... Everyone in the in the crowd is uh, responding. All right, we have time for another call. Uh, you, do, we'll you, do a quick one. You make the call. Let's go to Cool C at Timonium. Cool C, what's happening? Okay, guys, on Stone's pick, um, I, it, when it happened, I'm like, what's he doing? Let the ball bounce. But then under the circumstances, I thought about it. You know what? He leads the league in picks now. With the score the way it was, I think it would have gotten to, what, 15 yards instead of the 20 to 35. Yeah. After all that, I'm like, you know what? Plan for a contract. It's a blowout. Go for it. Take the pick. I was okay with it once I really thought about it. Yeah, I, I, I afterwards, I, I, I didn't. But you know, if you're this coach, when you go in and watch film, now remember, you know, Gino, that if this is a 17-14 game or tie game, you know, every yard matters. You know, so no problem with you doing it now. I mean, there was four minutes and fifty seconds left in the third quarter, and it's thirty-five nothing. All right, that's cool to see there. And, and, you know, they were four minutes away from Lamar taking a seat for the rest of the game, yeah. basically. And we talked about it earlier. Game situation's different. The score's different. Then he's getting criticized and probably mm-hmm. rightfully so. But, you know, even Nolan said, and Nolan, he's Nolan's very harsh. He said, I didn't even notice that uh, that even happened. The game was so out of control at that time in favor of Baltimore. But I do understand it. Sure. It makes sense. And Vinny's right. I'm sure the coaches talk to him. And look, I mean, I think the caller's right. He's playing for a contract. I doubt he has uh, an incentive in his contract for interceptions. I don't think that's built in for a a Geno Stone type player. But, I mean, if he keeps playing this way, you get a Pro Bowl nod. Maybe that means something for him. Who knows? Vinny at Haiti, 105.7. The Fed will come back. Funhouse, Nolan McGraw. Then we got inside access coming up at 2 in the Game 7. NLCS Philly and Arizona. 7.30 coverage on the 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Haney. McUltra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7. The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The Fan. Looks like Bob Melvin's going to be leaving the Padres for the Giants. Couple years at San Diego. Made it to the NLCS last year. Lost to the Phillies. And then had a disastrous 2023. So Bob Melvin looks like he is leaving to San Francisco where he was a player back in the late 80s. Remember, Bob Melvin was a catcher for the Birds, 89 through 91. But Bob Melvin moving on to a new destination. Three-time manager of the year, Bob Melvin taking over in San Francisco. Tomorrow, we got film study. Of the Ravens, the win against Detroit. I'm sure it's a lot of positive stuff when you win 38 to 6. Can't nitpick about too much. I mean, the main, well, Geno Stone should have knocked down the interception. I think the fumbles, though, that needs to be uh, closely uh, monitored. And even John Harbaugh talked about it yesterday. He's like, yeah, we got to tighten that up a little bit here. I imagine on uh, Wednesday, pre practice, post practice, maybe uh, practicing handoffs with. uh, Justice. World Series will be set. We'll know who's going to take on the Texas Rangers starting Friday in the World Series of 23. Mike Loxley, Maryland head football coach, scheduled to join us. Talk about his team coming out of the bye as they go to Northwestern. Terps right now 5-2, and two, trying to get bowl eligible, which, for instance, Rutgers already is. Yeah. And Maryland should be right now, but they lost that game to Illinois. We'll get into that. NBA starts tonight. Capitals tonight against Toronto. Wizards start tomorrow. A lot going on in the world of sports. Nolan, any closing thoughts for the people before we get to the funhousey viewers? Uh, Really put me on the spot there. No, you know me. Big opinionated guy, right? I got nothing for you. All right. Well, it's uh, it's why we throw to you for the closing thoughts. As a matter of fact, let's go to that funhouse where things get real. I'm sure Q's name is going to be mentioned. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Well, the first one is the only one we'll read on cue because you got to keep it somewhat editorialized. Uh, Texter says, so Q can't say anything nice about the Ravens, even though he was wrong about them last week, wrong about Lamar last week. So instead, he'll bash other teams, the Bills, the 49ers, etc. This guy's a scam. Calling Q a scam. Oh. I don't know how that applies, but he's a scam. think he's fraudulent like he called the Eagles a couple of weeks ago? But then promptly went out and lost. But I don't know who's a... Well, we know the, how he feels about the Jets, but who's a real team? So well, the Chiefs and Mahomes are real, but it seems like every week he's calling and someone's where, a fraud. Where he feels the heat, and I think rightfully so. I mean, he, it's his opinion, and as he would say, talks rhetoric. 
reckless sometimes. Yeah. He talks about all these teams that are better than the Jets. That's the thing. I mean, he's he's talking from the bottom up. Like your team's kind of whatever, hadn't been in the playoffs in over 10 years, and you're ragging all of these teams that have much more proven track records and are doing better this year. So I could see why it might rub people the wrong way. He's a tough critic. Yes. I just don't, if you asked him how many. He's not a self-critic. No. I mean, we all have to look within every now and again, but I don't think he does. If you asked him how many good teams there are that aren't fraudulent in the NFL, I think he could only give you two. Maybe three. Yeah. But there is no, to his point, I think we all know this, by the way, there's no dominant team. No. Are you stunned if anybody loses on any given Sunday? Uh, this one here, Texter says, is Zay Flowers light years ahead of what we thought Hollywood was supposed to be as a rookie? Plays a different style. Plays a style that I like more. Plays a more physical style. You know, Hollywood was, you know, speed. Speed kills. And the thing I didn't like about Hollywood was he'd catch it and fall down or catch it and run out of bounds. I, I think his whole career, whole career in Baltimore had one carry. Uh, this one here, Texter talking about the Orioles spending, says Ray is right to some extent. You need a balance of big contracts and young talent. The Rangers have both. Orioles can too. It isn't. A monster free agent class, though. That's what we have to keep in mind as well. And with all due respect to Ray, I mean, they're kind of okay at first base with Mountcastle and with O'Hearn. Kobe Mayo's banging on the door. I don't think they need that guy. With all due respect to him, I think they need a closer and another starting pitcher more than anything else right now. And we'll get one last one here from Chris, resident Penn State fan. We heard from last week. Where's our court of beer? You never had an official bet. No, we didn't. No. Bummer. Well, you do one for Maryland, Penn State. I don't think I want to go. (laughs) We'll see what happens at Northwestern first. Well, anyway, you did pose the question, Penn State fans, how do they feel about Franklin the other day? Chris here says uh, he's not the guy like Harbaugh is. Uh, His game and clock management has lost Penn State games. When he was rumored to be out the door for USC, I wasn't upset. Uh, Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, One Penn I mean, State for, fan, so. for an offensive guy, right, Bob? He was an offensive guy. Yeah, yeah. at Maryland, I believe he was, yeah. yeah. I mean, Coaching waiting. boring offenses at Penn State. Well, they've got issues like beating Ohio State and Michigan, especially on the road, but they can get back on the horse in a positive way this weekend, and then they come down to take on Maryland, and we'll see how the Terps are going to be put together after they go to Northwestern. This Saturday, gaming in here, by the way, on 105.7 The Fan. That's going to do it for us. Inside access coming up here in a matter of minutes. And then it's Game 7, National League Championship Series. Phillies, Arizona Diamondbacks. Our coverage starts at 7.30 here on 105.7 The Fan. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bobby Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the morning. For now, class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.